Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better. And today, I am happy to have another amazing veteran on the podcast. You know how much I love our men and women in the military, they're always, uh, they're the ones who get, allow me to do what I do. So I, I can't help but thank them uh, all across the world. So today I have Chris Celeste, who is the owner and operator of Operation Veteran Freedom. Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, I appreciate it, Phil. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, it's quite an honor to to jump in. And I got to say, I really, I really enjoy your intro. That's uh, really nicely done. Thank you very much. Took me all of five minutes to figure out how to do it. Uh, just uh, YouTube uh, showed me a quick little clip, and I was like, "This is how we're doing it, people." Uh, but <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you so much for that, um, Chris. I have a nice long-winded uh, uh, bio over here on my side that I do, but I find it's uh, it doesn't sound genuine if it comes from me for mm. some reason. So I would love for you to introduce yourself to my audience. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, just thank you for for having me here. And and what's up, everybody? My name is Chris Celeste, as Phil said. Um, I was a 19 Delta, which is a cavalry scout in the United States Army, and was ultimately injured overseas and discharged before I finished my first contract, which kind of put me into a spiral of, uh, let's say, self-destruction is the easiest way to put it. And, um, you know, doctors had told me due to my TBI and some injuries I had received overseas that I was basically lucky to collect a disability check. And uh, that was my life for about a decade. And, you know, I had my first child and it kind of opened my eyes to the fact that um, the world kind of perceived me as this broken thing and felt bad for me. And the last thing I wanted was for my son to grow up. And the only thing impression he had of his father was somebody he felt bad for or sorry for. And it kind of like put this switch in me that no matter what doctors had told me or what I was about to put myself up against, which was one of the hardest struggles of my life, um, I was going to achieve something that doctors and everyone around me didn't think possible. And so I set out onto the world of entrepreneurship to blaze my own trail and uh, started an auto glass business and made really good money, but unfortunately sacrificed a lot of my time and yeah. uh, was not part of my family's life. And sitting in my office one day, my son was two years old at the time. He walks in my office. He says, daddy, why don't you play with me? And completely rocked my whole world, flipped my world upside down. And, you know, we've got the house, I'm married, I've got, you know, beautiful, healthy kids, but yet I felt like a complete failure. And uh, I had to take a real hard look at myself. And in that moment, um, you know, you call it whatever you believe in, I don't judge anyone. But for me, the universe spoke to me in that moment. And an ad popped up on YouTube that was introducing me to the world of digital sales and marketing. And it just spoke to me. It, it, it said it was telling me things that really resonated. A couple of things like that really resonated with me were um, you're already spending a lot of time at your computer. What would it be like to actually have a limitless income with the same amount of time and effort? And, you know, what would it be like to not have to actually go out and put yourself out there, but be able to earn an income from the comfort of your home? And at this time in my life, I was still suffering so bad from my PTSD that just going to Walmart and buying my own groceries was out of the question. And so, you know, just getting on the phone and talking to vendors in the auto glass business would be an all day ordeal for me. Like it, it was that stressful. And so, you know, I pushed through all these things 
But ultimately, at the end of the day, um, I want to be able to make good money and be with my family. The world of online sales and marketing did that for me. And for me, you know, I it was a long journey over a decade to get where I am today. But for me, the big moment, the big thing that happened for me was the first time I ever spoke on stage. Um, I got off stage and it really just resonated with me with the conversations that I was having with everyone that I wasn't unique and I wasn't special. And I was one of a large group of people, an entire community of veterans who needed more support, who needed uh, another path, who needed to be educated and enlightened to what was possible in today's new digital economy and not just be stuck with the traditional way of supporting and helping them. And that to me lit a passion and a fire for why I partnered up with my business partner, Liam Wisner. We started OVF and we've done all the things we did today. So long story short, I am a, I'm from upstate New York, born and raised, joined the army, got a little messed up, went on a little bit of a personal journey. And through that personal journey, found a passion and a calling to not only lift up and inspire myself and my life, but other veterans as well. I love it. I love it. I love when veterans help veterans because those are the only people that can actually do the help because you know exactly what they, you've gone through. You guys share. You may not have gone through the same exact thing, but you know what it's like. You have that shared bond and it's great seeing you guys help each other out. It's a it's a great thing for your guys' community. I, I can't agree with you more, Phil. And, and you nailed something that a lot of people uh, kind of overlook, you know, there's a lot of resources out there for people who have been through trauma or, you know, even just transitioning out of the military. There are resources that exist. The problem is those resources are either outdated or inadequate. And a lot of times they're coming from a place of theory and not a place of actual experience. The biggest one being our trauma therapists. When you have somebody who's going through a post-traumatic stress or as we call it now, post-traumatic growth, um, you know, it, it it's very difficult for that individual, myself included. I went through this personally um to to have an open honest conversation with somebody who's never experienced what you're trying to share with them and, and even if you you find it in yourself to have that courage the response is usually very textbook and it doesn't actually help and so what i've yeah, found, yeah go ahead no sorry go i, I no, should not have yeah, yeah, what i have found is that what's helped me and a lot of the veterans i've worked with is actually just having those peer conversations and being able to to share it openly with someone who understands also, there's no fear of judgment either. Like if you're talking with another veteran, when he says something, you know exactly, or he or she says something, you could, you already know the lingo properly and you know what it's like to be in those situations. So yeah, no, it's, it's much better when we have uh, people who've gone through it and have ha been healed, or at least have some guidance how to help the next person go along so you guys can keep rocking up that mountain together. Absolutely. Um. So you kind of answered my first question on why uh, you jumped into the digital entrepreneurship. One, to be more time with your family, uh, yeah. especially when you got rocked by your two-year-old. I, I would not be able to understand, like, my God, that must have killed. Yeah. No, that was a earth-shattering moment. I've had a couple of times in my life where it feels like someone just sucker punched me in the gut, and, and that was one of them. You know, okay. here I am. I'm making well over six figures a year in my business. Um, I'm working from home. We, we own our own home, we, you know, 12 acre horse ranch. Like we're doing well on paper. Right. And, you know, have all the, the nice necessities of, of that lifestyle. Um, but the issue was, you know, I was, I wasn't even able to be a part of it. Um, one, my PTSD was still very bad. I hadn't gone on the emotional journey. I've been over you know, and personal development in the last five years yet. And so I'm still struggling with that. 
I'm still trying to battle with being able to interact with people. At the same time, I'm trying to provide this life for my family. I'm sending them on vacations. I'm not even going on these vacations, partly because one, I can't leave the business or the money stops coming because I had built a business around, around me you. instead of systems and processes. And so as and you, you'd never on the head, you already knew where I was going. Um, and then secondly, like I also use that subconsciously. Now I can look at it. Uh, but at the time, subconsciously, I was using that as a crutch to not have to go out. Right. Because it was like, oh, well, the business needs me. So I'm not going to go on that family vacation. And I, I believe ultimately now looking back at it, it was also fear. It was if I do go, um, am I going to be able to interact? Am I going to be able to have a good time? Am I going to be able to let loose? Or is my family better off just letting loose without me? Like these were some hard conversations I had with myself over these last five years. But at the time, I believed my sole problem was the fact that I was making money. And if I left, that money would not keep coming in. Um, and so I didn't leave. And ultimately, you know, never left the office, was always in there staying busy so that I could, you know, seem like I was doing better than I actually was, you know. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that sucker punch day. It was a Tuesday back in October of 2017. I mean, you don't forget days like that. No, you don't. Those are, <laughs> those, those are the days that like stick with you. You're going to be on your deathbed still remembering that because it was, yeah. it, it, it's a life-changing event. Yeah. And uh, he's seven now. We have one of the best relationships in the world. Uh, like I said, that, I've been on a journey these last five years. And, um, and it, it was him. He was the reason I got started in entrepreneurship. And then he was the reason that I realized that I had gone down the wrong path. And, and that the pursuit of money and that looking good on paper didn't mean anything at the end of the day. And that it actually just left you feeling pretty hollow. And so, you know, chasing the money was a bad idea. Let's switch gears and figure out how to chase purpose instead. And ultimately it's what I'm doing today. And I'll tell you right now, you, you make a lot more money chasing purpose than you ever did chasing money in the first place. So it's, it's awesome. And it's strange how like when we were younger, it's like, oh, you have to go for the money, money, money get those jobs at the corporations and like I'm, I'm coming from a, a corporate world I didn't join the military or anything like that but like it was like go join a corporation go try and get the biggest job so that you have the money so that you can look good on paper and now that I'm go so I switched after my burnout into the digital entrepreneur and just help podcasters make money podcasting I'm like this is, I'm making more money than I did when I was uh working for a financial institution it's it's so strange yeah so strange um and most people in in the internet on the internet believe that this whole space doesn't it's too good to be true everybody yeah. and it's you know uh the guru or the scammer or you have to be uh a coder or basically a wizard or a unicorn to make it work for yourself and then yet you have people like myself with a tbi with no college education no formal business education i bought a ten thousand dollar course online and I turned that into over a million dollar business. Right. And so it's like, is it real? Like there's, there's, there's definitely scammers and gurus out there that yeah. will take your money and, and screw you over. But I'm you, myself and many others on the internet are social proof, living proof that this is possible for anybody. And so that I just, I hate when I hear like, Oh, I, it's great for you, but I could never do that. It's like, well, you don't really know where I started. And we all got that, you know, that limiting belief in the beginning, but I can show you something pretty cool. And just like you do for podcasters, I do that for veterans. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. The limiting belief when you start being a, a digital entrepreneur because you're like, 
I don't know anything. There's, it's not possible. These are all scams. And then you start doing one or two little free things and you start seeing it work. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, the limiting beliefs start to, to erode. And then you're like, yeah, I can do anything. The internet is just printing money. The internet prints money for you because you have access to close to seven or eight, we're nearly at 8 billion people yeah. now, you know, like that's, it's not like the old days where you just had your community. Like you had to survive on the community. No, we have a huge potential to have as big as a community as you want. Uh, and I love that you just touched on that because that's one of the biggest misconceptions that we deal with a lot of our, our veteran students with. They, they're not salespeople. They tell themselves, well, I'm not a salesperson. It's like, well, every conversation you have in life is sales and the, the environment you've been living in and the ecosystem, the group of people you've been keeping around you are probably not your dream customer. Let's be honest. Right. And so having conversations with them, yeah, you're not going to convince them or sell them on anything because they never wanted it in the first place. And what I think is so powerful about the 8 million people that we have, or I think it's like 8 billion alone on Facebook, we have access to yeah. it's insane. Um, you know, you can, no matter what you want to talk about, no matter what your interest is, your hobby, your niche, your product, your offer, there's a group of people somewhere on the internet who are really, really excited about that. And instead of talking to family and friends and cold DMing and abusing and doing all these old traditional ways of doing it, what if you wrote a message from the heart that spoke to the problem you're looking to solve and the person you're looking to solve it for, and then you were able to place that exact message in front of them with the click of a button spending five to $10 a day, right? That's, that was the game changer for me is, you know, my, when I grew up, my dad was in, you know, Melaleuca and all these network marketing companies. And I saw what it was to network and sell and, and be that person. And I always told myself, I'm never going to be that person. And so when I first got started online and they were like, well, you got to go out and talk to these people and do these things. I'm like, well, that doesn't work for me. And I ended up getting a mentor who, really, really well known and, and it's made a lot of money doing affiliate marketing and with paid advertisements on Facebook. And I was like, okay, well, I, you have what I want. I'm going to pay to learn from you because the best way to advance anything in life is to go right to the source and learn from it. Yeah. And so I went there and within six months of, of getting started, and of course, no, no results are ever guaranteed, but I'm just going to share my own personal experience. Within six months of getting started, I had spent about $1,400 online on advertising, just testing ads. But what I had done is I had built myself a a baseline of five ads that were actually producing consistent leads for me over a period of time. And then a more advanced technique that I eventually I got to was turning that into a lookalike audience, which drove my lead costs down. And so now I'm getting sales and interested people leads, interested people coming in and I'm turning into sales and I don't even have to go out and talk to anybody. And when I figured that out, I was like, game changer. I'm all in. How do we scale this thing? What do I got to do? What do I got to learn? Let's go. And since then, I've just been, you know, all about, you know, I do organic stuff. I do, you know, I have my YouTube channel where I do podcasts and stuff too. And that's not paid at all. But I do like majority of my income, majority of my advertising, how I've built my businesses, how I've met most of the veterans I know today and helped them. Even my mentors has all been through paid advertisements on Facebook. And it's been like one of the best things, best skills I've ever learned. Yeah, as much hate as Facebook has, and it it deservingly so, deservingly so does have its uh, reason for hate. It also should be like congratulated for how many people it's helped make financially secure. There are so many businesses that propped up because of Facebook and then businesses 
behind those businesses, behind those businesses, like it created an ecosystem, same with Amazon, same with, you know, uh, Google, like, yes, they're kind of bad, but they're helping create the next generation of, you know, entrepreneurs. 100%. And yeah, we, we, we like to, to villainize large corporations, especially when they impede on our opinions, our beliefs. And, yeah. and I get it, you know, Facebook definitely does that, right? No, no doubt about it. It limits what you can say. It's got its own agenda, but it's a it's a company. It's not the government. It's not, you know, your neighbor. It's a company, a business that earns money. And so at the end of the day, they want to protect their assets. They want to protect their interests. They want to protect their narrative. It all makes sense from a business standpoint. Do I believe it's right? No, I don't believe it's right. You shouldn't be able to silence one person's opinion. But I also agree with you, too. Facebook deserves a lot of credit because what you can do for five dollars a day on Facebook, you can't do anywhere else. Like what you can learn and get a return on investment with the small ad budgets that you can spend on Facebook to get started, you can't do that literally on any other platform. And so definitely got to tip your hat to them there. They, when it comes to getting started, cutting your teeth and not having to spend a, a thousands of dollars to do so, Facebook's got everybody else beat. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a great place to, uh, to start your business because you can start completely free and once you have that money then you can learn about the ads because you like you said find that community that that needs that small little group there's a facebook group or at least two of them based on it and you can start creating uh organic leads that way and then they that pays for your leads and then boom before you know it you're like chris just chilling at home on your ranch just relaxing all day every day that's it man i you know i I won't say you can wake up overnight and have the life you want, but if you're willing to put in the work and stay diligent, then it could be simpler than you ever thought possible oh, yeah. when you leverage these skills. It, um, it, creating this life is simple. It's not easy. Correct. That's the exactly. one thing I've learned. It's it's simple because it's it's laid out right in front of you because hundreds have done it before you, but you have to put in the work. That's what yep. it is. There's a lot of work up front. And then once the wheels of momentum, the wheels of momentum start rolling, it's just a constant, just keep it, keep it moving because it's yeah. just going to grow and grow. Yeah, um, absolutely. Chris, I, I want to know um, specifically because you work with veterans and uh, hats off to you for that. Again, always helping uh, the community that you're bonded to the best. What would be a tip for you if, cause I know I do have some uh, current military uh, personnel listening to my podcast. Uh, I purposely go out and find them and say, "Hey, you should listen to this episode mm. with uh, you know Travis, uh, Travis, the uh, nonprofit architect, a, a Navy veteran, and that." Um, what is a tip that you have for vet uh, people, maybe close to exiting mm. out of the military, uh, looking to you know, like they're dealing with the PTSD that's always there but they want to start doing the life where they may not have to interact. They want to have that money so that they can send their families out, but they don't want to deal with the 500 hours of uh, working a real job. Yeah, no. And I love this question. It's actually one of the main focuses of what we do. You know, we get the soldiers, we get the service men and women as they're once they're already out, right. They're already technically veteran. They've got the card DD two fourteen in hand. And one of the biggest things that we realize is that every single person that we work with wishes they had done it sooner. And I actually have a buddy, his name's Ryan Hemhauser. He owns one of the largest support groups online on Facebook called Disgruntled Vets. Um, and he was, I interviewed him on my podcast, and this is how it all kind of clicked for me. Um, we have this group of veterans that we're working with now with the number one thing they wish they had was they had it sooner. They would have started sooner. 
they weren't waiting to get out and they actually still had that income coming in that fixed military guaranteed income coming in and talking to ryan on the podcast one of the things that he did really well is he started before he ever got out you know he started building community and camaraderie and and ultimately branding and now promotes and helps other veteran businesses do with a their marketing and he did all of that well before he ever got out of the military and i think that's probably one of the greatest hacks of starting a business any service man or woman could use here's the thing we are so used to getting paid on the first and the 15th of every month that we it's ingrained in us and we will spend that money because we always know it's coming well what if instead of spending that money because we always knew it came, was coming we invested it because we knew it was coming because we knew that the end was near that we were guaranteed this money now but we weren't going to be guaranteed it in the future and then what if we started to start building assets and and businesses ultimately so that when we did get out we could focus on the important stuff like our mental health like our family like creating the relationships and connections we couldn't while we were a, a number for the government instead of hey how do i provide for my family now hey how do i live in my purpose how do i find my purpose which is a huge thing with a lot of veterans um once they get out of service is like okay well what now well what if we didn't have that even as an option what if before you even got out you started to say hey you know, I really love uh, camping. You know, I, I wish I could go camping more with my family. As a matter of fact, uh, whenever we do, whenever I do get to go on leave with my family, that's what we do, right? And so I want to start a business around family trips and camping. And so they can, while they're on trips, they can start vlogging and, and blogging. The, the stuff that they buy, they can start sharing online and getting affiliate payments for and start cutting their teeth while it's not necessary, like, necess I'm losing my, my word there, when it's not necessarily life or death or if we don't make the bill or we don't sell this product today we don't have food on the table tomorrow they don't have to worry about that level of stress and they can focus on learning and implementing while they still have that nest egg that income coming in that would be the the best advice i can give for anybody who is so close to getting out or about to transition into the civilian world is don't wait start now so that you have all of that set up and then you know there's so many things out there that's possible for you if you already have it built. Yeah, that that I think that's for anybody. I think that's like that's for veterans, that's for university students, that's for like anybody about to leave and have a major shift in their life. Start a bit earlier so you can have that guarantee safety, you know, you can make the mistakes and it's not going to impact like you said. If we don't sell it, no food on the table tomorrow, well, I already know it's coming. So if I make a mistake, I don't sell. It's okay because food's still coming. I think that's great advice. And uh, I'm definitely clipping that. I'm going to be sharing it everywhere because that's the, the best advice. Start as early as possible. Well, let me uh, ask you like, this, Bill, and I'm sure you, it, being an, an entrepreneur yourself, you, you can understand this. When someone is in a financial bind, you can feel that emotionally on them. It's almost like they come from a place of desperation and no one buys from someone who's in a place of desperation. And so you're ultimately the stress you're putting on yourself because you are living paycheck to, or, you know, product to product sale um, ultimately makes it less effective for you to sell more products. And yeah. so, you know, it, it's, yeah. Get that stress. It drains your energy. You don't have the energy to put into the work and you're like, Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Cause I'll have more energy, but you get more stress and it just builds and builds. I was like that. I was, I was there too at, at the beginning of mine because I decided, Hey, I'm going to jump in first before I had a plan. Luckily I've been able to smooth that out, but yeah, I got that stress and I know what it's like and mm -hmm. it's, it's not fun.
Um, so yeah, that's a that's a great tip, a phenomenal tip, uh, Chris. Thank you so much for that uh, tip. Um, now you've been doing this for a few years. You've had both a physical location with your uh, auto glass, but also you've done digital. In your career as an entrepreneur, both physical, the old school entrepreneur and the digital entrepreneur, what has been your favorite moment? The So for me, the very first year I got online was a roller coaster. And I don't just mean that in the ups and downs. I mean, like from zero to 60 in six seconds. Right. And so to kind of back up a little bit, the first six months online, I, w- I made less than $10,000 a month. But at six months exactly, that six-month mark, I broke through the $10,000 a month online barrier that I was currently working myself through. The minute I did that, my entire life changed forever. I went on more vacations with my family that year than I ever had been on in my entire life previous to that. We went on nine vacations that year. And I got to create some of the most cherished memories. But the whole time I was doing that, I was actually making more money in those nine months than I'd ever made in an entire year in Autoglass previous to that. And what was so amazing is that when I finally got to experience all these amazing cherished memories and, and make all of this money, it all culminated in me going into to Vegas. And I thought I was just going to be speaking at an event, but a really good friend and, and mentor of mine um, actually flew my family in, had all of this stuff happen behind the scenes. And they actually took me on stage and they they celebrated me and my, my my children were there to see it my wife was there to see it and not even two years prior to that my son was crying in my office wondering why daddy didn't want to be a part of his life meanwhile we had just gone on this nine vacation sprint and now they're watching their dad get celebrated in a room of hundreds of thousands of, of entrepreneurs and to me that that i mean the whole reason I, i'm getting to, like, emotional about it the whole reason i got started was i didn't want my son to feel bad for me like I wanted to be be somebody he could be proud of, and and I accomplished it. I'm getting goosebumps and, and teared up just talking. About oh, it. I I can hear you it know, in your voice. Just being on that stage and being able to hold it. I mean, I used to have the check on the wall, but the flag means more to me than money. Um, I just being able to hold that check and, and look out and see my 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 son and my daughter smiling at me and my wife and just the pride, the proud, how proud they were of how I took charge of my life. I didn't let circumstance make me a victim i i took charge i radically changed things and here i am social proof that i'm not special anybody could do it and and to me that was probably one of the most profound moments in my life like oh shit i did it like it was one of those things where it finally clicked and it was like i just did that and and for me just because my family was there and just a whirlwind of that year of emotion it was only nine months actually it was almost a year um it, it was insane and so to me Whenever I think about like the hard times and I think about, man, you know, things aren't going so smoothly and, you know, we're not making as much money as we should this month. I think back to that and it's like, no, you like, think about what you've already accomplished. Think about what you already proved to yourself you're capable of. There's keep going, just keep going, keep moving forward. You know, I love it. And I think people forget, like they, they, they don't see the small monumental wins because it doesn't look as flashy and glorious as you know stepping up on stage and being celebrated but you did some major things like you got those vacations those memories you crushed some goals like those are huge things and i think people need to remember to keep celebrating the little wins along the way to the big wins 
it's very important. It definitely helps. You know, it's not that's the small victories along the way are, are crucial to keeping the momentum going to the big victory. Yeah. Uh, Chris, we're coming up here. Uh, my audience knows I'm a voracious uh, reader of books. I just love getting a book recommendation for my entrepreneurs on the show. What is a book that you would suggest? We're going to go with veterans. They're they're fully out now. They got their car. They're a veteran. They forgot to start it early. They're just starting now. What's a book you suggest that can help them with their mindset? Yeah. So if it's mindset specific, so there's a, there's a, I'm also a voracious reader and I, I owe a lot of what I know and what I'm capable of today to the fact that I am constantly learning and constantly reading. And I'm actually just finished up a book today. So, and it's veteran based, but it's not mindset. It's a, it's a story of a veteran, uh, Ryan Hendrickson's tip of the spear. And so if I were to say mindset based, if you were looking for something that's going to help you kind of change your mindset around what's happening in today's economy and best set yourself up for wealth, success and a life of joy, I would say you're looking at something along the lines of like a rich dad, poor dad um, or, you know, that's where I would go for like that mindset shift from the idea of military living paycheck to paycheck. And then having that that radically shifted to understanding what assets truly are, how to create wealth, what that does for your passive income. These these might be terms that are foreign to some people, um, but especially if you're a veteran and those if they are foreign to you, then I highly suggest you pick up Rich Dad Poor Dad. Um, it it'll drastically help you with switching that. And then you know, shameless plug, OVF has their own book that we we do the same thing. There we go. Excellent. Yeah, I didn't even know about the the book, and I'm definitely going to put the uh, the link in the show notes so you people can pick it up. Let's get a. You know what Chris is showing us a beautiful cover here, of it. Oh, D two one four secrets. Love that D D two one four secrets. Your top secret guide to service and success post military. Oh. Definitely going to look, uh, going to pick up that one because that's going to look great. Uh, always great to learn secrets from everybody else. Chris, I'm going to jump off stage here. I'm going to give you the platform. Uh, I know you've been talking a lot and you're probably exhausted from sharing all your amazing tips, but please let my audience know where they can find you and they can support you. Awesome. Yeah. And, and thank you. Thank you, Phil, so much for having me on. Um, so again, if you guys found value here today, want to follow me, learn more about me, I'm on social media. Uh, it's basically where I've built my my life and my businesses here in the last five years. Um, primarily on Facebook, you type in my name, Chris Celeste or Christopher Celeste. Uh, you will find me very easily. Um, I'm very active on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm on all platforms, but I'm doing at least weekly content on all of those, if not daily. And uh, we also, for any veteran out there who is looking for support, who is looking to create more, uh, we have a completely free uh, private group on Facebook called OVF. You can join it and there's tons of free training, support, and tons of camaraderie, over 2,800 other veterans in there uh, to link arms with, to grow with, and to create success with. So that's how you get a hold of me. Awesome. Chris, I want to thank you so much for being an awesome guest and uh, sharing your amazing story with us here on the show. And you know, I really appreciate it. You know, it's it's kind of a unique experience for me to be able to to share with a a non-veteran what I've been through. A lot of my life, obviously, working with a veteran organization, it's very heavily veteran all the time. Veteran conversations, sharing about that. But I truly believe that these skill sets are freedom skill sets for anybody. I just 
focus my time and energy on bringing it to the veteran community. So I really do appreciate you know you, you bringing me on, let me share my story, letting us chat a little bit about these amazing skill sets, and uh, you know it was an honor to to be on. Thank you, uh, Chris. Again, to my audience, uh, if you want to connect with Chris, you know the show notes will have all the links to the book, to his Facebook, all the links will be in the show notes down below. And remember always, always to invest in yourself. Thank you.